everyone is buzzing about the new Netflix series, Bridgerton. Have you seen it? All is fair in love and war. Miss Daphne Bridgerton. If you haven't, you are definitely missing out on some steamy love scenes. Well, listen. Bridgerton series, then you know that it has created so much buzz that everyone is reviewing the historical accuracy of this series. Because everyone is reviewing the setting and even the costumes, down to the dialogue, but no one's doing the names. So I am going to do that for you. And really evaluate whether these names are based in historical accuracy or historical fantasy. Hi everyone, my name is Raquel and I am a names enthusiast, which you probably wouldn't have gathered from that intro. Bridgerton on Netflix is based on the romantic historical novels by the author Julia Quinn taken from a nine-book series that revolves around this Bridgerton family who lives in 1813 London known as the Regency period which took place between 1811 and 1820. So let's start with the eldest Bridgerton child. His name is Anthony and was an extremely popular name during the Regency period and it was pronounced Anthony with a very hard T, which is the pronunciation used in the series. So yes, this is historically accurate. This is all based on statistical analysis and historical research from a British perspective. After all, this Bridgerton series does take place in London. Next up is Benedict. This was a saint's name that was commonly used in the Middle Ages. During Bridgerton times, this name would have been extremely, extremely rare and is historical fantasy. Colin, who is the third Bridgerton son, is the most bizarre choice. All of us together again. Lovely indeed. We should tempt scandal more often. Because the name Colin, by the 16th century, was strictly used for country pastoral laborers of the time. So this name would have not been used under any circumstances for families who were associated with power and were aristocrats in England. This name was already in decline with upper-class English people by the 16th century. Miss Daphne Bridgerton. Daphne, which is the heroine of the series. Now, I don't know if you've noticed an alphabetical pattern that the author has used for the siblings, A for Anthony, B for Benedict, C for Colin, A, B, C, easy as one, two, three, D for Daphne. So there is a pattern going on here, but it's the same for E, F, G, and H. So there is a link there, but not a historical one. It ranges from the eldest starting with the A all the way down to the H, which is the youngest. The name Daphne is of classical origin. It comes from old Greek mythology. While this name Daphne does make for the perfect choice for the oldest daughter because her tragic story matches up with the old Greek mythological Daphne, this name was extremely rare and it didn't come into use until the end of the 19th century. So close, but not quite. Eloise. That is yet another scandal. She, this one is different. This one, this subject's my name. Eloise is a medieval name that was very, very 
common, more common than Daphne. This was a name that was also linked to tragic romance, so it seems to be a theme that the author is carrying over for all of the sisters, but this name was still another name that was a very unique choice for 1813, historical fantasy. Because she's simply too good to be anyone but a man. Well, I think it rather obvious that the writer's Lady Danbury. Lady Dan Francesca, the sixth Bridgerton child. Now, this is the Italian form of the name Francis, which was only used in Italy since in the 13th century, but not in London's 13th century. It was more common to hear the name Francis during the Regency period. So, as of now, Francesca, Daphne, and Eloise are all <laughs> historical fantasy. Let's review. Every single one of these lead character names up till now are historical fantasy with the exception of Anthony which is historically accurate with the Regency period. But I should add that not all the characters were misaligned. We have some realistic names that were used in the Regency era with Gregory, would you stop tossing peas at me? Those peas are already there. You cannot tell me what to do. I am old and I'm taller. Children. Gregory, who is the youngest brother. Now the last name that we haven't mentioned is... Could it be Lady Featherington? No! <laughs> the Featherington's little sister. Hyacinth, the youngest Bridgerton daughter. Hyacinth was extraordinarily rare in Britain, especially for girls. This name was strictly given to boys during that time. It comes from the ancient Greek god Hyacinthus. He was a male character in mythology who was tragically and accidentally killed by the god Apollo. So, another tragic connection. I find that quite fascinating. How about you? I should add that not all the characters were misaligned. We have some realistic names that were used in the Regency era. Henry, Kitty, Genevieve, Alice, William, Simon, Rose, Marina, Charlotte, Philippa, and Prudence. These are historically accurate with the Regency times. Now the last name that we haven't mentioned is Sienna. What are your thoughts? Extremely rare or historical fantasy? Fantasy. This name wasn't even used in the books. Her real name was Maria, and Maria was a Regency period name. So did you think that these names were historically accurate or made up of historical fiction? It's really hard to distinguish what names came from the region. When you think of royal regal names, then you tend to think of these more romantic sounding names like Francesca, like Daphne, like Eloise. So Based on that, yes, these names are absolutely fitting for the characters, but they are of historical fantasy. It does fit with her genre. She is historical fantasy, so we could not have expected really any historical accuracy. Nothing you cannot do. You are a Bridgerton. Oh, is this not lovely? All of us together again. Lovely indeed. If you enjoyed this video, please do consider subscribing and hitting the notification button. I have done one video like this before in the past where I look at the names from Anne with an E, the Netflix series, and Anne of Green Gables. And I will link that down in the description below, but I will also put a card up here for you to click on and it will take you directly to that video. So thanks for being here, everyone. We'll see you again. Bye, everyone.